Welcome to The Barbell Strikes Back. I'm your host, James McDermott, and today I've been thinking quite a bit about being a beginner, a beginner weightlifter to be more specific. You see, it's been quite some time since I was a beginner, and it's very possible that it's been some time since you were a beginner, unless you are, in fact, a beginner weightlifter right now. And with time, a lot of things happen. We start to improve upon the sport or whatever it is that we're doing in life, but we also forget things. We can forget how confusing it was in those early days, weeks, and months when you were trying to figure out how to do a snatch or get used to doing a clean and bringing that barbell up onto your shoulders and into your neck. And then don't even get me started on trying to figure out the footwork for the jerk. That can be very frustrating all on its own. And I think it's good to reflect back on those times because we also forget that we had to do quite a bit to find success. And as a coach, that's important to me because I need to be able to relay those past experiences to new athletes. And right now in the Albany CrossFit Barbell Club, we have a lot of brand new beginners, people who are just learning the sport for the first time. They haven't done a weightlifting meet yet. And we also have other people in the Barbell Club, such as Dan, who's been with us for a couple of months. They've done their first weightlifting meet already, but they're still trying to figure out the ins and outs of the sport. Shout out to Dan. Dan has been making phenomenal progress. He is a power lifter. He's done quite a bit in the sport of powerlifting. He's competed. He's got big totals out there. But what he's doing right now is no easy task. He's trying to transition from powerlifting to weightlifting. And as we know, there's a lot of flexibility involved in doing a snatch. There's a lot of figuring out the timing of these movements, which are a lot faster and more rapid happening than the squat, bench, or deadlift. But Dan has been doing a great job working on it. He's got his head down. He's got big goals. And he's been making great progress. But earlier in the week, we had a slight hiccup. He had some shoulder issues going on on the snatch. Getting to the bottom position of the snatch, it was bothering the shoulder. And pain will slow us down. And on a movement that we need to move fast on, we can't afford to be slowed down by anything. Pain will cast doubt. It'll make you start to think about things and then you'll move slowly. And now we're not doing the lift correctly. We're not moving intuitively and that could lead to more errors. That could even lead to tweaking the shoulder even further. So I went in there. We're taking a look at the shoulder. We're doing some mobility exercises, see if we can correct the issue on that front. And it wasn't quite working out. Yes, the shoulder is quite angry, but the mobility exercises, it's too little too late right now at this point in the training session. So decided to take a look at the movement as well. And what I discovered was that his grip was just a little bit too wide. It looked a little bit odd. Let's see what happens when we narrow that grip. Dan narrowed his grip. He did a snatch. And although the pain is still there because, yes, that shoulder is still a little PO'd, it did improve. It was less painful. And he reported that it felt more stable and stronger to hold that bar overhead with. So that right there is a great breakthrough. And what we are doing right now as athlete and coach is just experimenting. 
There's going to be a lot of trial and error. We need to figure out together what works best for Dan. Is it a wide grip? Is it a narrower grip? Where does he have to put his feet? Where do his hips need to go? What makes sense to Dan? This is going to be an ongoing process. And when you have a beginner weightlifter, if you're a coach or a beginner in any type of activity, they're like a piece of clay. You can mold them any way you want to. But what you have to realize is that that way that you mold them the first time you work with them is probably not correct. It's probably not going to be the positions that they need to be in for themselves or the technique that they personally are going to need to use in the long run. What you're doing is you're laying a foundation. You're teaching them how to do the movement, period. And then they are going to have to figure out how to be a weightlifter on their own with your guidance, but on their own. It's going to happen organically over time. So you need to relay to athletes, hey, this is going to take time. You will figure it out if you invest time into figuring it out. And as a coach, you need to set your ego aside. You don't get to decide their concrete foot stance for their entire career. You might start them off with a narrow stance and they may discover on their own during a training session, hey coach, I like my feet to be shoulder width. I like it when my toes are pointed out or I like it when my toes are pointed straight ahead. And you have to facilitate that change. You have to let it play out. You have to see if it works. And if kilos and pounds are being added to the bar, I'm happy. If the movement is safe, I'm happy. If it's efficient, I'm happy. And if it's not, well, then we're still going to try for a little bit. And if it doesn't work, then we'll make adjustments from there. This is a give and a take. I wouldn't want to squash an athlete's opinion on their own personal technique right off the bat. Tell me what you're thinking. The more feedback they give me, the better. I love it. And then we can make changes for the future. I know for me personally, with my foot position on the snatch, I went through so many different iterations over the years. I started off with a hip width stance with my toes pointed straight ahead like railroad tracks. That was more so the, uh, the crossfit way back then. This is, must have been 2011, 2012. And I would jump forward about three to five feet on all of my snatches. I just couldn't get off of my toes and my feet were perfectly aligned to allow me to just leap forward. It was more of a broad jump than a snatch. It's a broad jump snatch, my own personal invention. Then I started to toe out a little more, had a different coach work with me and they're like, well, hey, let's point your toes out. That might make it a little bit harder for you to jump forward. So I had a narrower toed out stance and I found some success with that. Not as big of a hop forward. And then I'm starting to figure out the balance on my feet. And I'm starting to have snatches that look less like a broad jump and more like the real deal. Then I started going to more and more seminars. Went to a Jeff Whitmer seminar. And he said, James, I'd like to see you snatch with a shoulder width grip. I want you to go wide. And I was like, whoa, but that's, I don't know if I can pick the bar up that way. Like my feet are all the way out here in my squats dance. And he's like, yeah, let's just try it. And I, all right, cool. I mean, I paid for the seminar. I might as well listen to the guy, right? He's a national champion. He knows what he's talking about. Let's try it. And it felt amazing. I felt so strong on my pull. I felt quicker. 
going underneath the bar, I felt like I could use my feet more effectively to pick them up and put them down and plant myself under that bar. And he pointed out to me, he said, hey, this is around where you're not taking your feet any much wider than this. So you're going to start and end in the same foot position pretty much for you. And I was like, all right, I believe you. I'm a believer. I'm going to try this. And I used that stance from then on. The clean. For me personally, when I first started to learn how to do the clean, it didn't make any sense to me. The snatch was a more organic movement for me. It made sense. Okay, I just got to pull it overhead. I got to accomplish all these other tasks on the movement. And here's what it's supposed to look like. The clean was awkward. Making contact on my upper thigh with the barbell didn't make sense to me. And I couldn't do it. I felt like I was consistently trying to reach further down my thighs. And I have these very short arms. If you've ever noticed or if you ever met me before, I've got short little arms. But it wasn't working out for the thigh clean. But all I have to do is crack my elbows back a little bit. And that bar is perfectly placed right into my hips. And I learned about hip cleaning when I took John North's Attitude Nation Level 1 seminar, my very first seminar, very first time meeting him as well. And he was talking about hip cleans. And he said, hey, why don't you try to hip clean? Because you're barely making any contact right now on the upper thigh. And I was like, yes, it doesn't make sense to me. Tried the hip clean, light bulb goes off in my head. This makes sense. This, is, this must be what it feels like to do a clean the right way. And I've been a hip cleaner ever since. And now I enjoy cleaning. Whereas before, I hated the movement because it was frustrating. It was confusing. And I couldn't do it. It didn't make any sense to me. But everyone's trying to force me into this one technique versus trying to help guide me to a technique that would fit my body and make sense to me mentally. So those are just two examples of me personally and what I had to do to make these movements work for me and for it to make sense to me. And it took time. So if you're a beginner, realize, yes, it is frustrating. Yes, it is confusing. What you need to do is keep showing up to the gym, keep putting that bar in your hands, and keep working on doing the lifts. And hopefully you have a coach and they will give you feedback. And for you also, experiment. Maybe you take your grip half an inch closer or wider. Maybe you point your toes out. Maybe you try a start position with your butt slightly higher, slightly lower. Run that by your coach. Hey, I tried this. It felt great. What should I do? Can I keep doing it? Hopefully they say yes. They should say yes. If you're a coach, check your ego. You know a lot, but you don't know everything. You don't know the inner workings of this athlete if they're a beginner. You have to learn that over time and you have to let them have an input. They should have a say because they're the ones that are going to be doing the lifting. So if it makes sense for them and it's safe and it's adding weight to the bar, go for it. Try it for a training cycle. What have you got to lose? You can always work back later and try something else. And if you're a good team, it'll work out in the long run. And if not, hey, maybe something else has to change. And guys, that's all I have for you today. Those are my thoughts on being a beginner and reflecting on being a beginner and just adding in some trial and error to your training and just thoughts on how frustrating that beginner time can be, but it doesn't have to be super frustrating and it doesn't have to be the end. 
I know sometimes people give up on weightlifting because they're like, well, I just don't get it. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe we just haven't found the right way for you yet. So don't quit. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep getting that bar in your hands. Keep putting the weight on the bar and keep getting the reps in. Guys, make sure you follow the Barbell Strikes Back. Make sure you follow me, James A. McDermott. I'll talk to you again very, very soon.